Welcome to another episode of Serious Chats, where I try to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. This week, I'm going to be talking to my co-worker and copywriter, Mike, and we're going to be talking about origin stories. So, what we want to find out is, where did we come from? Was it big moments in our past, or was it just a gradual process that made us who we are? I can kind of get straight into it, but before I do... I just want to say a couple things about Serious Chats. Mainly, what I want to say is I kind of apologise that so far all I've had on are a bunch of white guys. I don't really want this to be Serious Chats with white guys, but as it turns out, a lot of my friends and a lot of the people I know with microphones are white guys. So if you're a woman that listens to the show and you want to come on and talk to me, this is an open invitation. I want a range of voices on here. I don't just want perspectives from men. I want some female perspectives as well. If you're a woman and you listen to the show and you think, I've got something I can talk about, please get in contact with me and then we can try and sort something out and get you on here. All right, with that business out of the way, I think it's time to get on to the serious chat. One more thing before we go to the serious chat. We are talking about origin stories. I'd be interested if you do listen to the show, maybe leave a comment on Facebook or SoundCloud and just kind of tell me if you think you've got an origin story because it is something I'm interested in. All right, without further ado, we'll magically go over to the store cupboard at my work where me and Mike sat and recorded the podcast. Here we go. So here we are in the stall cupboard at work, magically, and I'm sitting here with my colleague Mike, and we're <laughs> going to talk about origin stories. Hello. So first, as we do for every podcast, I thought we'd just do some small talk. So how are you with your small talk? Are you good? Or I think I'm all right. I think I'm all right. get through, yeah. All right, come on, let's give it your best shot. Let's have some small talk. Okay. What have you been reading lately, Dan? At the weekend, I just finished this book, City of Thieves. Have you heard oh, of that one? Yeah, I have. I don't know anything about it, though. <laughs> it's, uh, it's written by the guy, I think he produces Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. George. It, it's uh, David no David Benioff. Like, he does this TV series. Oh, he does the TV. Okay. Yeah, he's not the book guy. And it's called City of Thieves, so I assumed that it was a, a fantasy novel or something like that before I read it. Right. But it's not actually a fan- fantasy novel. It's a... It's about like World War Two. I think it's Leningrad. Oh wow! But it's all about the siege of the city and these guys that are sent on a, a That's mission. Different. They're sent on like a mission by some colonel to uh, to find some eggs. Sounds like a Monument Men kind of thing. Kind of. It's kind of. It's it's. It was a good read. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. All right. It's kind of like a coming of age. That's cool. Tale. Okay. What about you? What have you been reading? Uh, just finishing up uh, The Godfather by Mario Puzo. Now, I'm gonna have to take some exception because. 
you told me you were reading The Godfather, but then I mm. overheard you don't uh, actually read true. it. Well, I was trying to do what <laughs> Amazon the offers. It's uh, called a Whisper Sync, so you can do uh, the audiobook and the Kindle version at the same time. Right. So I can listen to it while I'm on my way here, or you know, doing some menial tasks. And then uh, when I get home, I can actually read it. So it's a little bit of both. I guess I'm only half reading it then. Something I find when I listen to audiobooks is I'll listen to a certain point and then suddenly I'll start thinking about something right. in my head. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then I've totally lost the story. I like, don't know what's happened. And I think that's a problem for me too with audiobooks because I really like to study how a writer writes. Yeah. And that's definitely more of a challenge when you do audiobooks because you can't understand their style as much yeah. when, unless you're like actually like looking at the text. And who is it that's reading the, the audiobook? Is it somebody famous? So, uh, Marlon Brando? <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's uh, Joe Mantiglia, I think his name is. Uh, he's on Criminal Minds or one of the mm. one of those kind of shows. He has kind of like a, kind of an accent you'd expect for like a... Like a, like a, <laughs> not an Italian, yeah, actually, a little bit, yeah. You're an Italian American, aren't you? Yeah, so I am actually. You should be yeah. doing the, yeah. You should be doing the voice for me. Yeah, I should, but I won't. But you won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Italian-American, actually, that's kind of a good segue because we're going to be talking about origin stories. That's right. Part of your origins of being an Italian-American. Yep, that's right. Now, origin stories are something, I think they're quite popular nowadays because there's a lot of superhero movies and there's all the superhero origin stories. of course. And I've been kind of thinking, do average people like me and you, do we have origin stories? Mm. So it's just something I was kind of interested in talking about. Right. So I think first we'll just talk about superhero origin stories just to kind of give sure. people a, in, an inclination about what I'm actually talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one that always like, jumps out at me is Batman. Right, of course. Because Batman's just, he's got such a tidy, obvious yeah. like backstory. Very uh, point A, point, point B type yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened with Batman is when when he was a child, he went to the, was it the theater with his mom and dad? Yeah. So he went in the theater, and afterwards, a petty thief came over and held a big gunpoint to mug them. Right. And then the the mugger accidentally shot his parents and killed them. Mm -hmm. So from that day on, he was... (laughs) This is how origin stories were, isn't it? It's like so tidy. Exactly. From that day on, he was bound to get his vengeance on all criminals in Gotham City. And to jump in there, apparently in like a lot of incarnations of it, Batman, they were watching The Mask of Zorro. So, of course, that's going to also go inside his mind mm. to become some kind of vigilante. So so at the time when his parents were killed, he was in the mindset <laughs> Very of being a vigilante. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. But anyway, later on, when Batman grows up, or Bruce Wayne right. grows up, he, he wants to get vengeance on the criminals, and that's all going back to when he was a kid, right. and this criminal killed his parents. So origin stories are really they fit together really nicely. Yeah, and I'm just wondering if we have origin stories that we can go back to. Now, is there any superhero origin stories that kind of jump out to you as well? I think I'd probably say um, Superman. He has a kind of a different type of origin story a little bit. You know, he's from the planet Krypton. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, right before the whole planet explodes, his scientist father puts him in that little rocket, and he lands in Midwest America. Yeah, he's he's raised by by farmers, and then mm. I guess like when he's like what a teenager, he realizes that he's not like everybody else, and so he uses that as a responsibility to uh, help others. It's it's interesting because he he doesn't have like a home or anything. It's kind of interesting because this isn't him, yeah, his place. 
So I wonder, why do you think that uh, he uh, chooses to become a hero? If he was, he was brought up as a human, and right. he doesn't actually know he's an alien or whatever. I think he and finds out like when he's like a teenager, maybe when he like starts yeah. to get his powers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like he's that's part of his origin story. The fact that he thinks he's a human, being a human, he's got a few humans, and then he's got mm-hmm. gets the powers, and it's kind of like the uh, Spider-Man with great power sure. comes great responsibility. You know, exactly. He gets the power, and he knows he's got to use it for good. And I suppose. Growing up, do you think growing up in the Midwest is like part of it? Like he becomes a Midwesterner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess he uh, adopts their morals. Yeah, least, he so. adopts the Midwestern morals. Right. Or he, <laughs> he adopts the American morals, I suppose. Yeah. He becomes like a patriot. Yep. So it's all part of his upbringing. Life, liberty, and the American way, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, Superman's a good example because I feel like in his case you can't really trace it back to like one moment yeah in batman's case you can trace it back to when his parents got shot and you can right. see that was the exact moment yeah in superman's case it's almost like you can't really trace it back to that moment sure exactly you can't trace back to one moment where he becomes you know like the superman same. right because he, he always was in a way right yeah so he was always, he always had those powers he always had yeah. the potential to be that so, so it was like more gradual for him right exactly and i'm wondering in real life when we become the people we become, like who you are right now, who yeah. I am right now, do you think that it's a, a gradual process like Superman? Or do you think it's literally these moments in our past, huh. like Batman, that yeah. turn us into who we are? What do you think about that? I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I think I'm sure some of us have the exception that it, it's, it's one moment, but I think a lot of us, it's just gradual, you know? And a lot of people say like, oh, well, if I didn't do everything that I yeah. did in the past, I wouldn't become who I am now. It's like, well, you know, maybe you would have been a better person. <laughs> but but um, no, I, I don't I don't know. I think uh, I'm the normal person. I don't think has that one defining moment, that one specific origin story. I think it's, you know, like I'm 27. So it's like a 27, 27 year, year span of, of things that have happened to you. Exactly. So I think some people can like, they think they can trace it back to one moment. They they could see themselves on the schoolyard, right? And something happens on the schoolyard, and then you know, twenty years later, that moment still def- defines who they are. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't know if that's true or not. I think we just like people like stories, and stories are always come together tidily. It's yeah. not like lots of vague stuff happens for twenty years, then suddenly the person's just who they are. It's always like right, exactly. momentous yeah moments. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of people feel like they are who they are because of those momentous moments sure it's probably just a i suppose because we live in a world of stories Mm -hmm. we see our lives in terms of stories so we're looking back to find the beats of the story yeah of course we're trying to like create our own milestones yeah without even realizing it i guess it's it's you think when you look back do you like see any beats in your life that oh sure maybe led you to to where you are yeah definitely um you know, I, I'm I'm an aspiring writer. I definitely want to, you know, become more published and, and yeah. you know get a book out there. And I think, um, you know, certain teachers and professors saying that like I have you know the the gift to do that, or uh, some people saying that like I don't have it. Also, as a challenge, I mm. think I think a little bit of that kind of like led me up to you know where I am. So I think it was a lot of people's. Um, uh, feedback on my own ex- my own performance, I guess, in a way, that drove me towards it or or away from it. 
can you remember like a specific moment when mm. some person actually said to you, you know, I'm just trying to think I, of a memory. Can yeah, you think of like oh, yeah. any memories, like maybe like a specific memory that you really hold close to you <laughs> that you think, well, that you always think back on and that kind of defines almost who you are now? Well, there was this one and I always thought this was interesting. Um, we were, uh, I, I went to a Catholic school. I went to a Catholic high school. Yeah. And uh, they had this one kind of like a um, retreat type like thing, but it was like during the day um, that it was like people who they thought that would have been a good priest or, or, a good, right. or a good nun, they thought that I would have been a good priest. And I was like, I don't think I want to be a good priest. <laughs> I don't think I would be a priest. And uh, so uh, they sent me to this thing and, and I learned and they had... Um, they had these questions. They they said like ask us things like write in a thing, and um, we'll answer it like at random. I was like, uh, what do you think of writing as a profession? And so I was that was like the first one, and uh, they were like, well, I think uh, writing is a great profession. I think it can help a lot of people with that. And they were like, well, look at Tolkien, and Tolkien was always like a writer that I always yeah. like looked up to. And I guess that was like ex- I guess that was like the exact words I needed to hear to be like, okay, well. Obviously, I'm not going to be a priest or anything like that, but I would like to be a writer. And so I think that that was just, like, that was the first question that they chose. That was, like, exactly the author that I like to to read. And So it was, like, almost fate that right, this yeah. question came up. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It was exactly that one thing. So I think that was kind of like a, well, this is where you're supposed to go. That's not the right path for you anyway. So. And do you think from that moment onwards, do you think things were different, or do you think it was just... I think it was definitely an affirmation that I wanted to become a writer. I mean, this was like, I was like a freshman in high school. So this was like one of those like small things that were more probably, probably much less momentous for anybody else watching it than me. But it was something that I always remembered in my mind. So I'm going to go back to that point I made earlier. Do you think that that moment actually was momentous? Or do you think you just think it's momentous because you remember it? You know, since how old were you then, would you say? I was like 14. 14. So it was like... 12, 13 years ago. Right, exactly. And, you know, how many moments have you had <laughs> since then that you've completely forgotten about? Right. And do you just remember this one moment? I feel like if you keep going back to that moment, you keep repeating it, then you make it seem more important maybe right, than it exactly. is, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like a, like you keep like like a fishing story. It's like, oh, it was, you know, that, that fish was like a foot when you caught it. But you keep telling that story, that fish is going to yeah. get bigger and bigger. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right. I think that it was... Um, like one of those momentous moments, but there were, like you said, there were a ton of moments mm. since then that helped me become who I am now that I don't remember at all. Um, you know, yeah. English professors talking to me about this stuff, um, uh, sending in publications that rejected me, that I yeah. like th- that encouraged me to, to do more or have accepted me, like I won a writing contest. And so that kind of stuff is like, you know, it's, it's like a mixed bag, I'd say. I'm trying to think of moments from my past as well. Mm-hmm. On a similar subject, one thing I always remember is when I was younger and I said to my dad that I wanted to be a writer. Oh, okay. Because he was asking me, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I think I was probably about 12 at this point. And I said, oh, I want to be a writer. Right. And my dad laughed at me and he said, oh, you can't be a writer because you fail in English at the moment. Because mm. I wasn't doing very well at English at that moment. Right. He's like, you, you, can, you can't be a writer. And I always go back to that thought over and over again, kind right. of like you did with your... Yeah. To you, it was like an affirmation. To me, it was kind of like the opposite. If I ever want to find like a negative path in my life, I'll go back to that and I'll think, well, my dad told me this. And right. 
that's made me feel this way and then wow. that's led to this. And it's, but again, I feel like it's just almost too tidy. It's really convenient to say, well, all of my problems in life stem from this one moment where yeah. my dad told me some crap, you know, where right. it's just when you do have a problem or you, you, you try to do something, you do look back and you try to find evidence. So you're trying to find some justification for your feelings. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like then yeah. that's when you're looking for those moments. It's like, what is the what is the cause of all this? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And just yeah. kind of like you're searching for your origin story. I do. I do have to say, my grandma, if she was on this podcast right now, yeah. she would say she definitely had a definitive moment for her origin story. All right. She she uh, was um, a bank employee. Up, she went from teller to becoming actually the first female bank president in Pennsylvania's history. Right. And she did all of that because of a challenge. Uh, she was walking with her girlfriend, uh, and they. She was like, "Oh, um, and she. I think she worked at like the the local gas company, mm-hmm. and uh, and she was like, I bet they uh, would get me a job.' And her friend said, "No, I, uh, they wouldn't give you a job.' And she goes, "Oh, really?" And she goes, "Yeah." She's like, "Watch this." She went in there, she applied for a job, and she came back out with the application. And then that fifty six years later, she ended yeah. up becoming a legend in the banking banking world in the Pennsylvanian banking world right exactly <laughs> and um but you know and then like she kept on going up the ranks and then um uh her brother actually ended up saying uh, to her well you won't become the president because they would never make a woman a president and right. she was and, and so and then so she said uh well okay and then once again she used that as fuel to become yeah, like the motivation to, yeah to prove people wrong yeah almost but you know like like she would say like without a shadow of a doubt that those are the reasons why she became what she is because um, I don't know if it was to prove them wrong or to prove to herself that she could do it despite what they had to say. That's interesting because that's something else I've been thinking about. She can trace kind of like her entire life down to this one moment where yep. her, she's walking down the street with her friend and a friend says this one thing. Yep. Now that makes me think just how chaotic is life that she can trace back her whole life to this one little moment. Yep. If her friend didn't say that one little thing, her life would be completely different. Her life would have been completely different. You might not different. even have been born, yeah, you know? No, like it's one of those everything, silly chaotic yeah. things. Like, I mean, like she she poured her heart and soul into working for the bank and, you know, like that, that you know, caused challenges and, you know, advantages for her her whole life. Like her life was by that point on yeah. defined by working for that bank. So I thought that was, that was... Um, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Like that you can trace it all back to that one moment. Yeah. But again, is, Could you? Is, she yeah. just, <laughs> is she just being tidy? You know, like yeah. before her friend said that, she might have been thinking for weeks about applying for the job. Right. And she, maybe she was going to do it anyway and things would have turned out much the same. Yep. But maybe she's forgotten all that now and all she remembers... <laughs> she just remembers like, that one thing, yeah. Yeah, she just remembers proving a friend wrong. Yep. And exactly. that for her is like... She's turned that part of her life into a story, even though there wasn't really a story there, you know, just right. like selectively. It was just life. Picking. But... but something I was actually thinking about was, I don't know if you know how I met my wife. No, I don't, uh, actually. So how we actually met is we met online. We were both bloggers. Mm. At the time, I wanted more people to read my blog. And one of the ways you do that is you go on other people's blogs and you leave comments. Okay. So you like read other people's blogs, you comment, they see the comment and they go to your <laughs> blog. It just so happened to be that one of the blogs I went on was Jamie's. Mm. I left a comment, and she left a comment, and then I, like, subscribed to her blog. Oh, nice. Later, we started talking on Facebook, and, you know, from there, 
things started <laughs> to develop. Now, and it was history. <laughs> but then again, I always think, you know, if what if on that day I decided I didn't want to do right. comment on blogs? Yeah, like I would never have left that comment, and then that's true. Like my whole life would be completely different. I wouldn't be living in America. Wouldn't be talking to you right now. Right. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think about those things. Yeah. Like how chaotic life is, where one small moment you don't even know at that moment <laughs> that it's going to be like change your entire life. Yep. Absolutely. And do you think there is a way to find those moments, sort of kind of force those moments? I I think that you can only find them in retrospect. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to guide your life by saying this is the moment right here and right now until you wouldn't be able to see that until later that's that's my opinion it's kind of scary though when you think about it because maybe those moments they're passing you by <laughs> and you don't even know right you know yeah exactly it's, like, it's a stupid example but do you, do you ever hear like stories about how actors got their big break or like right. actresses the actress was uh like sitting in a diner at the time and like the agent heard them or heard right, them or something. Right, exactly, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I wonder how many of those moments you kind of miss out on like in your, <laughs> in your year. Yep. If only I'd gone to this this Wasn't place right. at this point, then my whole life could have been so much better or so much worse. Well, you know how like, it's funny that we mentioned, we started this with uh, <laughs> superheroes because uh, like like one of the theories in, like, in the Batman and Superman world is like a, that there's infinite universes. So, you know, if you, you know, picked option a yeah there's this is option a if you picked option b though that's a whole different universe like that's there's like infinite mm. universes so well it's like every decision or every like everything we do in our days that like we could do a different variation couldn't we right until there's like an infinite amount of variations exactly. that you're saying and we are on one variation but there could be right many of us but you can't think about that though otherwise you'll drive yourself nuts right Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> this is one of the problems because I think when you start thinking in that way, it's kind of like you realize how almost your life isn't actually completely in your control. It's like mm. a lot of it's just down to chance and coincidence. Right. Chance and coincidence is mostly what like leads you to being who you are rather than right. actually things happening. Yeah. Like, it's like with your grandma, it's almost just like a coincidence that your your friends said that as they were passing the bank. What if they decided to walk another way and they didn't pass the bank? Yeah, you know exactly. Maybe there's a universe out there where my grandma isn't well, isn't a <laughs> <the> former banker. <laughs> Maybe. Well, you, you could you could think about that. Like, yeah, is it like chaos theory or something? You know, mm -hmm. about the butterflies' wings. Yeah, flapping exactly. Yeah, can create like an earthquake. Right. That you could think of like an alternate reality where your grandma didn't <laughs> didn't do all this important right. uh, banking work in Pennsylvania, and then that helped. Maybe that held back the world in some way. We don't yeah, know. Exactly. We? You know, she she um, as a banker helped you know a person. Yeah. And that person was able to do something for their family and so on and yeah. so forth. You know. But and I suppose, if she wasn't there. Like you say, the more you think about it, the more you can like drive yourself insane. Exactly. You know. You'll never know. You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that I think is important to turn the new into who you are mm. is where you grew up. Mm. Now. Yeah, I would agree on that. You grew up in, was it? Would I be right in saying rural Pennsylvania? Would that be right? Or yeah, yeah, it's. Um, I would say that it's it's at least suburban for sure because it's like right on the cusp of being rural. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think my town had any more than ten thousand people in it. Uh, it's Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Um, you know where the where Yingling beer comes from. Yeah, and, and so, um, 
yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting town. <laughs> so how do you think, uh, growing up there, how do you think that factored into who you are now? I grew up right on, like, the foothills of, of the mountains. Yeah. And so, like, I would hike, like, you know, and just walk through the woods, like, if, if not every day, at least every other day mm-hmm. or multiple times a week. And there I actually ended up, um, you know, like, finding like my creativity and imagination so yeah. if there is any actual source of becoming a writer i would say that those walks in the woods were the source for me now i don't know if i would have that creativity if i was born and raised in a city or something like that i would definitely agree with you on that for sure and any is there anything in specific that you, you think you can kind of trace back to pottsville mm. into how you are now like i'm trying to well, Do you I think, think it's that, just like the the attitude of living in a small town in yeah, America? Kind yeah, of? I think that like one thing for sure is that um, like you don't necessarily um, feel like scared to like approach another person. Like yeah. it, you know, I definitely have like the mentality of see another person, like you nod your head and you say hello, even if you don't know <laughs> them. You know, it's it's definitely like a. I, I think um, I wouldn't say that my niceness came from being from a small town but i think um maybe necessarily like like um my approachability maybe mm. me my ability to approach other people because i i think that uh everybody knew everybody so i think it was that kind of thing and do you think there's anything negative about yourself that has come from that small town upbringing mm. well like i said everybody do everybody so there's a that's a plus there's a plus and a negative to that um, and I think that probably, uh, I think that probably brought up, um, certain things that like, you know, I, I, um, probably definitely added to my anxiety. Yeah. You know, I, uh, you know, I struggle with anxiety as a person as we all do, but I think that I, I definitely have like a heightened anxiety and I think that certain things that I, I grew up with, uh, you know, town gossip and that kind of stuff because didn't help. Yeah. So everybody knows about little Mike and what little Mike's right, doing. Of course, and... Yeah. Yeah, and you know, if there was any family issues, you know, it wasn't too hard for people to hear about it. So, and do you think that's led to anxiety because just because you think that they're talking about you? And yeah, that could have. Yeah, it's... I mean, that that surely could have been part of you know be developing anxiety issues and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, just like one thing, you know, particular. Well, I just think it's 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 funny because you know, like like my mother and father are divorced. Yeah. So like uh, my one teacher. Uh, knew my father very well. And so, like, she would always bring up, like, my dad and all this kind of stuff, like, like even, like, during class. Like, why I don't know why she felt that that was appropriate or okay to do, but mm. she, she would do that, and everybody would know about this stuff. And, you know, it's it's that's the kind of negative attitude of, of a, a, a small town. town. Yeah. Everybody knows that your parents are getting divorced and sure, having a, sure. a hard yeah. time and stuff. Yeah, I mean, my parents divorced when I was four, but, I mean, they still people still knew talked about things and all that kind of stuff so right so he has he has a fault like getting divorced that's like a massive event right exactly so that's, that's think, a big gossip thing yeah but do you think that t- that ties into like, your origin story like who you are now could you trace back anything from who you are now back to that event or mm. well um i think that it definitely like developed like my relationship with my mom i think we got closer for that yeah you know um i also think um i'm a new dad and i think that if anything it has been a challenge to myself like well you're gonna be a great dad 
right you know, you know so you know so i like i will always like push myself to become a, a good father and do everything that you know like my father didn't so yeah so i think that that would be definitely a part of the whole origin story or but like you you say yourself you were only four at the time yeah i was only four at the time but i definitely uh, you, were you like aware of what was going on and like yeah. the effect it was having sure I, I mean I, at least i remember it and but i also saw the effects of that too you know like i like like a divorce isn't like a contained event right yeah. like so like like the I ripple had, effect from yeah the ripple Chris. effect definitely like affected my life and i never felt like necessarily like without a dad because like he was sort of in the background and stuff yeah. like that but it was one of those things where you know that was a part of my life you know he was not in this nuclear family formula mm. and i knew that he wasn't and i i mean how could i not so i think that that affected my life for sure do you still think those it's like rippled to this day or do you think like the ripple i think now i'm just done just, i'm just done <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm tired of of uh thinking about that but it like i said though it did affect my my yeah. uh, determination to be a good father mm. myself for sure so eventually you've kind of got to i think with anything anything negative you you kind of get, get to the point where it's like well it was you know i mean come on it was 25 years yeah ago exactly <laughs> But, you know, like I said, a divorce isn't necessarily a contained event. Yeah. So, like, his relationship with me wasn't... Everything was different, like, yeah, from that was point. Right. Yeah. So, so that, how did you adjust to moving from a small town to, like, a, a bigger town, like Tampa, where we live now? Well, in uh, 2012, uh, I moved down here with uh, then-fiancé, now my wife Jess, and my mother and my grandmother, and uh, during that time, uh, I just graduated from Penn State. I just yeah. got engaged, uh, and we moved down here. And so it was like such a huge cycle of change over and over again. Mm. Uh, um, I definitely was thrown off more than I thought I was uh, to go into like a bigger a city, big city, large yeah. city. Yeah, I think at least where I, you know, my area. I worked like in like a small retail shop first when I first moved down here and then yeah. like uh, my coworkers were telling me some things about the area and like some places you shouldn't go into at all, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and I, like that was just like so amazed to me. Like, like, like this was actually like a bad area. Like I was like, well, that's not really true. Like, like the, there is a crime area. But no, it's like there was actually like a lot of crime. You shouldn't go in these areas. Is there nothing like that back in Pottsville? Well, in Pottsville, not really. I mean, like there was there was no areas that you shouldn't necessarily avoid. Yeah, but uh, but then you know, it's, my wife was you know she was born and raised in Philly, so she was used to it when she right. was you know, and so she I think she kind of felt that it was like a little funny by like uh, my shock and awe to all this stuff like this. Like oh my gosh, like you really got to watch yourself down here. Like I would leave like cell phone cords or like like a laptop out in the like in my car like when we went to out to a store she's like what are yeah. you doing <laughs> i was like what it's fine right <laughs> that's kind of nice in a way because it sounds like a very innocent way of looking yeah at the world yeah i'd say it's an innocent way of looking at the world but it's also uh opening yourself up to harm for sure yeah kind of na- naivety Naive, in yeah. a way yeah absolutely so do you think because i'm wondering how much that's changed you moving from a small town to like a, a larger one like you were saying there when you first came here you were kind of more I think innocent and now yeah, you kind of I think it's changed me um, have you hardened do you think yeah at, at I, all yeah I definitely do I, I think that it's hard but not only just the small town though too but um, you know like going into the workforce and uh, being kind of like um, 
like understanding kind of like the, the ugly side of people from like a retail perspective, like yeah. being like constantly yelled at. Like I worked at a UPS store. So like being constantly yelled at for prices that I have no control over, being talked down to, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think that was a part of, um, I think that was a part of just like getting hard. Yeah. yeah. Getting like, like, oh man, world kind of sucks at certain points. <laughs> But I imagine that type of stuff goes on in Pottsville as well, doesn't sure, it? Sure, right, exactly. So, it's you know, like it's part of the growing up process. Growing up. Yeah. So I suppose when we, everybody, when they're a kid, is really innocent. And then as you grow up, you're like, yeah. these things happen to you, right. which harden you. And I guess I just took a while. Make you more cynical. <laughs> Depending on where I came from. Yeah. <laughs> and did you ever miss Pottsville at all? Or? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I definitely miss like the mountains. The mountains, for yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, the 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 the, uh, the cool weather a little bit, you know. Um, I th- I think I miss um, a little bit of familiarity sometimes too. I'm like I'm down here for like five years, and I still I, I definitely am familiar with it down here. I've gotten friends, but um, yeah, I, I definitely miss it. I mean, it was my hometown. You yeah, know? I can I can like bash it all I want with the people and all this kind of stuff, but it was it was still my hometown. Still home. It's yeah. still it's still there. Obviously, I'm not living in my hometown either. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> something I always, I feel homesick from time to time. Mm-hmm. And something I always remind myself of is if I went back today, nothing would have changed. Right. Because that's what I've realized. Yeah. It's just like when you're away, you're not actually missing out on much because, you know, everything's probably <laughs> much the same. Exactly. Yeah. That's, it's funny because I actually did go back to Pottsville after maybe two and a half, three years. And the only thing that was different was the McDonald's closed. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, what the hell? Like, this is the one thing that's different. And <laughs> just the McDonald's. Yeah. Maybe that's not like a big thing. Is that's, it? Just the, the, well, the, for, for up there, I mean, that it? was the McDonald's. So. <laughs> oh, God, the, the McDonald's is closed. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just funny because it was just, yeah. in fact, it wasn't even just shut down. Like, they actually, like, flattened the building so yeah. just <laughs> so no longer there it was just like a race i was like oh that's different <laughs> but um yeah no it, it definitely doesn't change so you know varieties of spice of life you know you want to experience different things sure yeah. that's one thing i always think about when i think about going home or yeah homesick i'm like well if i go back it's just going to be the same so i might as well enjoy like a different experience and grow up like i suppose sure. that's what's happened to you a lot yeah that's what happens when you move somewhere else you kind of grow up well it's i think it's always interesting because um my uh my friends that are still live there they keep on like 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 oh come on come back home come back home but like i yeah. can't imagine moving back there i i don't know not not specifically. not now not now no you've it grown be, past it yeah i would say so like it's it's definitely my memories and my heart for certain reasons yeah. but uh i couldn't move back there it would be it would be too different so, you know, kind of trying to wind it down now, just been thinking, we've talked about a number of moments in your life. Yeah. The divorce of your parents. Mm-hmm. What else did you mention? The, uh, that, <laughs> the, the priest. Yeah, the, the priest thing. The that epiphany, you did. weird the, thing. The priest yeah. epiphany. <laughs> Leaving Pottsville and coming to Tampa. Yep. Working in retail. Yep. Do you think those are the beats of your story that's led you to becoming who you are today or do you think that's just part of it i think that's just part of it to a certain point you know everything i think uh my perception of those things uh was the other half of that like how i reacted to it yeah i think um because i think those moments were extremely important Mm -hmm. but i think that if i reacted in a different way i probably would have been a different person too 
That's true, yeah. Like, it's things are only as big as you let them be, if that yeah. makes sense. Right. Something could happen to you, you could be happy about it, sad about it, angry about it. Yeah. And I suppose, in a way, it's almost like circles, you know, something mm-hmm. happens to you. This is the way you react to it. That turn, this, that changes it in this right. way. <laughs> now you're a new person, and then that new person, something happens to them. Just a giant cycle. And it's just a cycle, isn't yep. it? We'll never be. We won't be the same person tomorrow as we are today. Right. So it's kind of like stupid to even think about origin stories because there is <laughs> thinking of an origin story. It's like saying there's one you, and that's who you are, and this is how you've been there. But it's, it's like we're so we're evolving. Well, I think it's so. it's kind of funny because. Um, there's a uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know if you know what happens in that, but, you know, whenever he gets, like, injured or, or a substantial change, you know, yeah. or the actor wants out, they, uh, <laughs> they'll they have, um, they'll have you know, like, the actor, they'll switch actors, but it's supposed to be the same person. Yeah. But it's really not. Because but he's regenerated. He's, yeah, he's regenerated into, like, this, you know, like the first Doctor, the second Doctor. It goes on and on and on. But they all have different personalities because of what happened to them. Yeah. You know? So maybe that's like the most on point <laughs> version <laughs> of a, an origin story. In your story. face, yeah. Because, you know, Batman, it's kind of like almost a two dimensional character in a way, isn't it? Because Batman is always Batman. He never changes. He can't not be Batman. He's exactly. can't, he can't not uh, have this, this whole thing about his parents getting killed when he was younger. It's not realistic in a way. Mm-hmm. So I guess. Are we saying that we do believe in origin stories or we don't? Do you believe in origin stories? I would I would say so, but I don't think they're as obvious. They're just more... As Batman. <laughs> yeah, they're not like two things that happened when you right. were younger, more like an yeah. epic I saga think, of... I think it's a gradual process. Yeah. One lifelong origin story. <laughs> so life is an origin story. Yeah. All right, so actually we'll finish off with some more small talk. How about that? Okay, sounds good. So... We've talked about movies. No, sorry, we've talked about books. Right. Let's talk about movies now. Okay. So what was the last movie that you watched? The last movie that I watched was uh, The Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Right. <laughs> 5. Yeah. Um, it was good. Actually, they kind of explained uh, Jack Sparrow's origins in that one. Well, it was kind of like a, he was um, like just like a regular pirate, and he was the only one to be able to stop this pirate killer type guy. Right. And uh, so his captain gave him his magic compass and all his crewmen gave him all the stuff that you see him in, like the stuff that hangs off his hat and mm. all that kind of stuff. So he, um, it was okay. It was um, not, it was, it pretty much was on par with the rest of them. Yeah. But there wasn't any depth to that story whatsoever. No. In fact, it actually. Um, you don't go to a Pirates of Karim, you didn't move for Not death. looking for death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I think that's a good uh, bit of small talk to finish on. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks very much for having me. You'll be on a future show talking about fatherhood, so tune in for that, guys. Looking forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye.